so the purpose of the template talk today is actually to talk about tithing and um, why we tithe, well, why I tithe, and, and just the giving. And so hopefully this is useful, enlightening, I'm not sure. But so I know that all of you remember the song, so I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to read. Maybe I'll, well, sorry. <laughs> I sing because I'm happy, I sing because I'm free, for his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Who knows Very that? Good. Very good. There you go. Everybody knows that. Okay, the words of this familiar refrain parallel the passage in Matthew 6. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. What does this mean to us Christians, as Lutherans in particular, in the way that we think about our spiritual gifts, particularly our giving? In this economy, how do we consider our giving in terms of our overall household budget? Why do we give in the first place? Of course, there are a number of passages that describe our call to give of our first fruits to give freely and with joy in response to what God has given us. But on a pers more personal note, we each need to consider why we to give. In my family's case, the question became, why do we choose to tithe? The tithe is a spiritual practice of giving one-tenth of all income as an offering in thanksgiving to God for the gifts he gives, has given us, or she. In Leviticus, God directed the Israelites to give one-tenth of their resources crops, cattle, sheep, to the Lord. To be sure, we have not always tithed. In fact, it was a process that one could say had little to do with us other than our willingness to listen to the Holy Spirit. When Andrew was a baby, I participated in a Bible study with other young mothers. I will always remember a woman named Patricia who described her experience with giving of her family's first fruits. After sharing some stories about her experiences with her family's needs being met when they didn't know how they could do it, she said, God's math is a higher math than mine. I began to think a lot about this and how this statement could be applied to my young family's finances and stewardship. Fast forward a couple of years. Andrew is three, Matthew is 18 months, and we are contemplating how to best help my sanity survive graduate school. <laughs> We decided that the best thing would be for me to quit my job and focus on the boys and school. So we sat down and did the math. It turned out that what we had been giving as a two-family income amounted to approximately a tithe of Doug's income at the time. We knew that tithing was this ethereal something we wanted to do someday, but here it was staring us at us from the spreadsheet. I'm married to an engineer, by the way, hence the spreadsheet. Could we do it? The numbers in Quicken were not overly optimistic. Still, we figured that this was a temporary situation, had a small savings to draw on for overages, and worst case, we could revisit things after a few months. We hoped that God's math was indeed a higher math than ours. I think that the number at the end of our first budget was about $25 a month for extras, about the amount of a doctor's visit copay, back when we had copays. As it turned out, 
when we had a need that seemed like it would push us over the brink, the solution would present itself. Doug eventually got a raise. I got a small stipend to help with my school expenses. Doug, whom most of you don't know, is an organist, played a Sunday at church here and there to help round things out. And one time his parents decided to gift us something because they felt it was important for me to stay home with the boys. Through that period, we were able to keep up our tithe, and as I finished my degree, we also welcomed Miriam to our family. What we found through this process is that there is a joy in giving that we didn't expect, that I didn't expect. We look for opportunities to express our thanks to God for his gifts in many ways, at church, through the Lutheran colleges that shaped our faith lives in young adulthood, and the Lutheran campus ministry program where Doug and I met. To be certain, there is a risk in this kind of generosity, and often it comes from a place of privilege. Tithing can also be freeing, though, and enables us to receive the gifts that God has given us without reservation. So that's one of the things that we came up, we really in our journey, both as faith and, and our stewardship and our giving have come to understand, is that the joy in giving is something that is not matched by anything that, that we get from anywhere else. And we do it not out of our excess, but out of our hearts. And that seems to um, have worked well for us. So I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches me. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.